make you guys laugh at me. The title of my sermon this morning is The Lord is My Strength. The Lord is my strength. How many of you guys feel like you have it all together? Put your hand up. Put your hand up. Yeah, there's a few. I like the confidence. I've got it all together. I don't need anybody's help. I don't need anybody's money. I don't need God's help. I've got it all together. And I find that when I'm at that place, which some of us get to that place, right? I'm not the only one that goes, man, I don't think I don't need people to pray with me. I don't want people to know my deepest, darkest secrets. I don't want this. I don't, I can do it. 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 Now I know there's more hands that would go up to that. You might not say you have it all together, but the way we approach it is I've got it all together. I don't need God's help. I can do this. How many times have I gone into a situation going, I've got this under control to realize I do not have it under control. God, I need your help. God, I need you to be my strength right now. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Philippians 4.13. For I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. So many times I try to do it on my own strength. I try to do it through the abilities, the natural abilities that God has given me. And I try to manipulate things. I try to do this. I try to, and what Christ is wanting us to do, if you can put that scripture back up, says I can, for I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. Lord, you are my strength. James 1, 5 if you need wisdom, ask our generous, gen, oh my goodness. If I had a tie on, I'd take it off because that's what Hal says the problem is. Um, ask our generous God and he will give you, he will not rebuke you for asking. Whew. If you need wisdom, if you're at that place where you feel like you have no strength, we got to ask God for it. My kids, I can see when they have needs, but sometimes I can't. They got to ask me, hey, dad, I need this. We have a wonderful God we serve that is just waiting for us to ask. How many of you guys have asked God for something and you still haven't received it. You feel like you've asked God for something and it's like, man, but, but it says that he will, he will give it to you. Doesn't always happen in our timing, does it? You look back years later and you go, well, actually he did give me what I needed, not necessarily the exact thing I asked for. Second Corinthians 12, 8 through, through 10. It says three times, and this is talking about Paul. It says three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. He was struggling with something. I know, I know people that have, that have asked numerous, numerous times, God, take this affliction, take this addiction away. Take it away. And so here he is 
Three times he begged to the Lord to take it away. And each time, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness. And, and in the insults, the hardships, the persecution, and the troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, he is strong. That's totally opposite of what the world teaches us. When you're at your best, that's when everybody wants to be around you. That's when things can happen. And yet, in biblical terms, and when we really understand it, when we are weak, then Jesus can work through us. That's why the Bible talks about childlike faith. They go, well, I'm not gifted for this. And yet they can pray and see things happen because they just... It's not about them. It's not about their giftings. It's not about the clothes they wear, the cars they drive. It's not about how long they've gone to Bible college. It's not about how long they've studied the word, how many times they've read the Bible through from Genesis to Revelation. You could read through it a hundred times and yet God might still choose to use a donkey. He did. God used a donkey to to talk to people to get them into a new place. And so many times it's because we want to do things in our own strength. I've got this. I've got it all under control. Yep. Usually you crash and burn. We, We need other people. We need to know the word of God. I mean, there's so many things that can help that. But the main thing is we have to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. We have to have a relationship with him. It says in that first verse that I read, for I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. Well, if you don't have a relationship with him, how can the Lord be your strength? Gideon was going to go to war against the Midianites. And the Midianites, they said, they didn't, the scripture didn't say exactly how many, but way outnumbered Gideon's army. Gideon had about 32,000 men. And God goes, that's too many. You're going, what? If they have 200, 300,000 men, are 32s too many? God says, yeah, we need to weed them down. So Gideon goes, okay, I'll weed it down to, how about 10,000? And God goes, no, still too many. Because he knew that if they won, they would take the glory. So God goes, you know what? 300 men. I'm going to let you go to war with 300 men. So that when the battle's won, you realize that I am your strength. So many times we, we think, well, we've got it together. I can do this. I got the right people around me. And God's just saying, just relax. Let me do it for you. I've prayed and asked God for things and I place it at his feet. I said, God, in your timing, you do it. Well, you're not doing it. I'm picking it back up. And then a few weeks later, I put it back down at his feet. And then I get frustrated and I pick it back up. It's like my kids at the house. Hey, I need you to take the trash out. Can you take the trash out? Yeah. 
And eventually, I just take the trash out. I have, apparently, I am well-trained. But we do that with things that we've asked God for. He's a generous God that wants to give us things. And yet, because we walk in our own strength, not learning to walk in his strength, we are held back. If you can go ahead and I think we have a picture up here. Yeah. Somebody missed leg day. (laughs) Somebody's only worried about what gets seen. Most of the time he's probably wearing long pants. When, when I go to the gym, Gavin and I are working out. We've been doing it since uh, no end of November. And I see the guys that are wearing pants in the gym. I'm going, somebody skipped leg day, leg day. Cause most people don't like doing leg day. Gavin likes it. So we have to do it every day. We go in every day. We do legs. We have to be well balanced. If you're going to work out, if you're going to, you can't just grab the scriptures that you want. You can't just ask God to help you in the areas if you want. You got to give God all of who you are. And most of us are at the place where we go, you know what, God, I'll give you this, this, and this. But you're never going to have this. This is mine. It's all mine, right? I'm not the only one that does it. Because I know Chris has done it. We've talked about it. I'm calling him out because you guys are getting a little quiet this morning. Do I need to go back to the jokes? Because I've got a whole bunch of them. And they're all stupid. But that's kind of what we are when we don't give God all of it. I'm guilty. It's easy to give God certain parts of my life. It's not easy to give him all of your life. And this, this kid, that picture of him skipping leg days, he decided to do what only people could see. Because it doesn't matter what shirt he puts on, you're going to see those muscles. You're going to see those things. Here at Life Church, we love, we live, we grow, and we go. That's who God has called us to be as members of Life Church, that we are to love people. But it's hard to necessarily love some people when you skip leg day. When you're only interested in this area. But until you give God all of yourself and you start working out all of who you are, there's people that you're going to miss. There's people that God wants you to reach to to change their life. And yet because we're so caught up in our own strength and I don't want God to have this, that there's opportunities that we're missing to change people's lives. 15 years ago, Chris and I took over the church. This is now starting our 11th year in this building. So the first Sunday of every year is kind of like our anniversary service. We didn't do anything this year.
But I want you guys to know who we are as a church. So love, the first one up on the wall, it says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. You also, you also love one another, but this all will... This is not a typical version I would read. Good grief. But this is, this is all, oh my God, this all will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. I pulled this directly off the website. It's not exactly what I would normally read. But if we, can we show that picture again? He had to make a choice to work out. Just like we have to make a choice to love. And in his workout, he's choosing only certain workouts, which is obvious. And so many times, we only choose to love certain people. Yesterday, and we've gotten behind this truck a few times. There is a Toyota Tacoma, silver. And if you've ever driven 160, you probably have gotten behind him at some point. He does 45 into Durango. He does 45 back from Durango. And he doesn't care about anybody else. And at that point, I do not want to love him. (laughs) I have places to go, people to see, and he's slowing me down. And God goes, well, maybe, maybe that's something I need to work on. Maybe you have to get behind this guy three or four times for you to just say, you know what? I'm going to love him where he's at. If I see him at Walmart, I'm going to say hi to him. And I might be like, speed it up there, buddy. <laughs> be like, hey, I think there's something wrong with your car. I think somebody has messed with your speedometer. Because if it said 60, that was not the case. But we got to love people where they're at. I think each one of us can think of one person that goes, God, they're hard to love. My wife thinks it all the time about me, I think. Because I can be stubborn. I can be selfish. I won't go any further. Live. See if I can do better on this one. I think I can. It's John 10, 10. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Believe me, Satan would love for us to keep that, that area of our life to ourselves. And most of the time he tells you, oh, you don't need to give that to God. That's not a big deal. Just keep it. What you've given God is enough to be who God's called you to be. That, that, that doesn't matter. But what he's doing is he's stealing from us. He's killing. He's destroying us. Because there's so much more that God wants for us. When we really understand that he is our strength, that when we are weak, when we've given him everything that we are, that is when we are strong. It's in the times of mission trips where I'm like, I have no clue what to do right here. Holy Spirit, I need help. The Holy Spirit gives me inspiration and things change right then. 
I had nothing to give in that situation. I felt overwhelmed and I just cried out, give me strength. Holy Spirit, help me. And I think most of us can think of situations where you're like, I have no clue what to do. And a thought came in. Or some of us see a a voice or hear a voice, see a vision. It's a lot like if we're going to have to live, if you're working out, let's go back to that picture. I'm going to go back to that a lot because it's, it's, it's a funny picture. To get what he is, you have to live appropriately. You have to have the right nutrition. We talked to a guy at the gym the other day, Gavin and I, and it's hard not to stare at this guy because he is ripped. I mean, his biceps are that big. He, he does bodybuilding competitions. He used to coach at the high school. I cannot think of his name right this minute. What's that? Frank. Whew. He's 260 pounds, and I don't think his body content is more than like 5%. And we, Gavin and I were talking to him, and he says the key is nutrition. You can come in and work and work and work. If all you do is eat pizza, if all you do is drink beer, chances are you're not going to have that body. Nutrition, the word of God, prayer. Those are the things that we have to have on a daily basis. We have to know the word of God. We have to be reading the word. We have to be communicating with God. We've got to have, Jesus wants a relationship with us. Every day, not just on Sundays. Sometimes I wake up and I go, oh man, I've got this, I've got this to do, i got this to do. And then I realize, God, you know what? I, I really don't have a, Jesus, I don't have a relationship with you right now. And I got to stop. If I did the same thing with my wife, we would not have a relationship. It would not be good. We could live in the same house. But if I don't say, hey, how's it going, beautiful? I love you. Let me go start your car for you. I think of what can I do to help her morning better? But we have to have that relationship with God. We got to have that nutritional. You've got to be able to eat healthy. And as Christians in that same vein, we've got to spend time. Sometimes that's reading the word, that's praying. Sometimes it is just spending time with other Christians. That fellowship is so important. That's why the men's group on Tuesday night is important. I guarantee you, everybody that's going to that goes, I don't want to live without it. Now that they know what, now that they've been touched and blessed through it, they're like, I don't want to live without it. And the women on Wednesday night at 630 here at the church, I'm sure they're saying the same thing. Now that I'm apart, I don't want to miss it. Because that's part of the nutrition. It's like when you're working out, when Gavin and I've been working out, I go home and I go, do I really want that cake? I do. Do I really need to eat the cake? No, I don't. And then I have a choice. If you're really wanting to see benefits as when you're working out, nutrition is very important. The next one is grow. Colossians 2 Six through seven. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, 
as you have been taught, abounding, abounding in it with thanksgiving. It says, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith. In talking to Abel Velasquez a few years ago, they used to come to the church. I, he was working, putting together the workout plan that Gavin and I are doing. And he said, you got to choose to work out. You got to eat healthy. But one of the biggest things is you have to f- sleep good. You have to rest. And I find that when I'm busy, I'm going, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. That is not the time that I'm growing. I'm working on it. But that growth that we really want to see is when we say, okay, God. And you just rest in what he's been doing in your life. When you're doing your homework, when you're doing that, you're learning. But you really learn when you get put to the test. That's when you really find out who you are. And lots of times it's not because you're at home doing the different things. You do the test and you rest. And then you go, 58? That wasn't, that, we, that wasn't on my report card. But in that rest, if you want to be a bodybuilder, you've got to get sleep. That's where your body recovers. If you're getting four or five hours of sleep, your body's not going to recover. So your workouts, your nutrition, everything that you've just put into that has now been hindered. If you're one of those that just goes, 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 like me, I've got to find time to rest because in that is where I grow. That's where I grow. Some people don't, but that's where I find that place of resting in God saying, okay, thank you for what you're doing in my life. Because that's usually where I'm at my weakest. And when I'm at my weakest, all of a sudden God can do things. And then I go, you know what? I can do this through Christ who strengthens me. I can accomplish this through Christ who strengthens me. I can be this person through Christ who strengthens me. The last one, go. Mark 16, 15. And he, Jesus, said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature to every creation to every person we want to love people where they are we want to live with them where they are we want to help them grow in who god has called them to be so that they can go and be a disciple so they can go and change someone else's life i go to work out because i love spending time with my son and i want to be healthy I try to eat as healthy as I can so that my workouts are as beneficial to me as they can be. I try to rest. I try to get sleep so that I can let my body recover and grow. And hopefully there is a sign that we've been going and working out. The other day he's switching the weight on the machine and I went, dang it. He's catching up to me, which is what I want. But the first couple of weeks, it was like, you know, three or four holes away. Now it's only two holes away. Now I'm like, now I got to work harder. But 
I see the benefits already. There's, you can see it. There's a witness. We are a witness. He is a witness to working out. Everybody that, if you saw a picture from three months ago to what it is now, it's different. Because he's working on it. We're taught to go. But if we go in our own strength, we're not going to have the power that Jesus wants us to walk in. Gideon could have gone with 32,000 men. And maybe he could have won the battle. But he would have taken the glory instead of God. So when we go, we have to go as saying, Lord, you are my strength. When you go to Walmart, which you need God's strength in Walmart. <laughs> Lord, be my strength. When you go to work, Lord, be my strength. Everywhere I go, be my strength so that it's not me, it's you. It's you, they see. In my weakness, he is made strong. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. We align ourselves with the strength of God through total submission to him. Then we are able to withstand the wiles of the evil one. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, put on, the, put on God's armor so that you will be able to stand against all strategies of the devil. It's when we are weak, he is made strong. But for us to be weak, we have to love people. We have to live. We have to grow. We have to go. I mean, there's so many different facets of this. When I am weak... He's made strong. That does not mean that we stay weak. That does not mean that you don't go to Bible college. That does not mean you don't take some online courses. I'm about to take a chaplain course for the fire department. Because right now the fire department doesn't have a chaplain. I'm like, there's a need. I need to fill it. Or I could stay, you know, I'll just stay right here. And not be willing to step out, not be willing to do the work and maybe miss out on an opportunity to really be able to minister to our fire department. We don't want to stay there. So there's two sides of this. Yes, we have to be weak. We have to be understanding that we have to submit to God, but at the same time, we have to be working out. We have to be trying to get strong. We have to be trying to grow in our relationship with God, reading the word, I was in Orlando on a golf trip with the golf course. And all of a sudden, the the head pro in the back goes, so Jesse, what's your church like? Uh, Well, uh, I wasn't prepared for it, okay? Caught me off guard. So then we just started talking about church. And he goes, you know, I, I went to church when I was little, but your church sounds cool. I'm like, well, we want to love people where they're at. And we want to have fun when we're doing it. It was just, at the moment, I felt weak. And I said, oh, and it, I go, okay, Holy Spirit, help me. Because at that point, he's like, so what do you guys believe? I'm like, uh, the website's really good. <laughs> when you're caught off guard, the web, I'm like, uh. 
Have you been there? Somebody asks you a question about something, you're like, I have no clue how to answer that one. If he'd have known Chris, I'd have been like, you know what? Give me a second. I'm going to call Chris. In 2023, I don't want us to be a church that is just status quo. That is just willing to stay where we're at. And, and there was a time in my life where I was so busy doing other things that I, I, was, not be, I was not preparing myself. I was just simply showing up saying, Holy Spirit, have your way. Which is an okay place to be. But the Holy Spirit really wants us to be working towards something with energy, with excitement, and says, let's turn here. I think Ron used to have a statement that says, it's easier to turn a walking mule than to try to get a mule to walk. I'm definitely a mule at times. But when we're working, when we're, when we're loving people, when we're living, it's the same thing as working out. When I work out, I have to choose to do it. When I'm working out, I'm eating healthy, I'm sleeping good, there's going to be benefits. When we love people, when we live, where they're living and we're, we're blessing them and we're growing, we can help them grow and we can grow ourselves and go. Is this making sense this morning? Lord, you are my strength. But as that mule moves, once he's moving, it's easier to just maneuver him to where God wants him to be. It's easier for the Holy Spirit to say, here, why don't we move here? We don't want to be a church that is just staying put. And I don't feel that's where we're at. But I want us to really think of, Lord, you are my strength. In my weakness, you are made strong. Got one more thing to read. Those who ask God ask for God's wisdom will find strength in him and never-ending spring of energy. Blessed are those whose strength is in you. As God's children, we are strengthened by his grace. That's Hebrews 13:9. By the time by our time spent in prayer and by the promises that God will reward your, our efforts, Many around us will grow weary and faint, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, and they will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and will not faint. Those who hope, those who put their, their, their giftings, who they are in the Lord, will renew their strength. They will renew their strength. When we come to the place that we're giving God everything that we have and the abundance is there. The abundance is there. Because we serve a God that doesn't just want us to stay here. He wants us to have abundantly more. What you think you have today, guess what? God wants you to have abundantly more than that. And when we grow with God and we have all this abundance and then we come to him and say, Lord, have your way. Lord, you be my strength. Then he says, pick up this, pick up this, pick up this and go do what I've asked you to do. If you're a carpenter 
and you've got a trailer full of tools and you pull up to the job site and you know you need this one, this one, and this one, you're prepared. When you show up, you need four tools and you have just a hammer. Maybe, maybe when you cry out, say, Holy Spirit, help me. He goes, go get some tools. <laughs> or maybe the tool you have can finish the job. Let's all stand. all close our eyes I want you to think of that area that you have a hard time giving to God and just in your spirit in your mind just pray and say God help me learn how to give this to you some of us, those areas of our lives are what's holding us back. Those things we're not willing to give up. So Father, we just thank you that you are our strength. Father, I ask that you would teach us, that you would help us grow in who you've called us to be so that when, it's t- when our time is called, we are ready because we know that it's going to be through you, through your strength. you with one more thought before you criticize someone walk a mile in their shoes that way when you do criticize them you're a mile away and you have their shoes okay that was better than that come on you guys had no clue I was going to throw a joke in at the end I want us to be a church that changes lives everywhere we go. And we do that when we realize that he is our strength. We don't have to make things happen. When it's the right timing, he will make it happen. Amen? 
If, we'll have the prayer team down here. If there's anybody that needs prayer, please come down and get prayer. Whether it's about what we preach this morning or just you need financial blessings in your life, financial help, whether it's someone in your family, whether you're having surgery, feel free to come down and get prayer. You guys be blessed and have a great day.